Hello and welcome to the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I'm your host, Aaron Powell. For this episode, I'll be coming to you from the sunny shores of Lake Okoboji near Milford, Iowa. That's about 10 miles south of the Minnesota border located in northwest Iowa. My wife and daughter, youngest daughter, and I are up here for a camp where I'm the director of music for some students, and it's just a great time to rewind and relax. What better thing to do than to send out sort of a thank you episode to the listenership out there. I recently found out that my listening statistics went up and cracked over 15,000 listens to the episodes, and I'm just beyond belief. And so I thought I would use this opportunity to introduce myself and some of my background and my beginnings up till now with classical guitar. I hope you'll enjoy this process and we'll be right back after these words. And we're back on the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. Thanks again for joining us for this thank you episode to the listenership that's out there. As I said in the introduction, my aim in this episode is to let you all know a little bit more about myself, about Aaron Powell the person, about my beginnings with the guitar and I guess what what I've done with the guitar in my time uh, since starting to play it up till now and like many other people my interest in music was really amplified from my experience in school uh, music was playing in my home an awful lot uh, growing up heard a lot of, awful lot of Motown and Elvis and Frankie Valley and that sort of thing going on at our home also music in the church was pretty important so my first experiences started not as playing guitar but singing in choir but guitar always had a a real place in my heart i found my dad's guitar that he had in the home he took some some class guitar in the early 1970s uh, and the con steel string which i actually have in my possession now was a fixture in our house and although dad didn't play it very often or or you know really ever uh, it was there and I was fascinated by this thing I wanted to learn how to play it and so we had some guitar units in school I remember both in fifth and sixth and indeed in seventh grade as well we had uh, units on the guitar in our general music class and I was just just amazed by that loved it sort of you know ate up everything I could in the in those sessions and started working on chords and that sort of thing um, then as junior high progressed, I saved up some money and bought. I bought the you know the the Stratocaster copy. It was a a Charvette uh, Strat copy with a, with an amplifier, and saved up some yard mowing money for that, and bought a Black Sabbath book, and thought I was really the the real deal. Learned how to read some tablature through that and from magazines, and some kids around town also played. We formed a little band and. And we got really excited about that band. We held it together and, and kept that together for a few years. And, and there was a an occasion in between ninth and 10th grade where we played an end-of-the-school-year party at a at a classmate's home. And we, we really thought we were big stuff because we put together, you know, a six- or seven-song set of some rock and roll material and had a great time with it. So I had also played guitar and jazz band uh, both in junior high and high school. And then... During my sophomore year of high school in the 1992 and 1993 school year, I was fortunate enough to begin studying with Dr. Mark Weber. And my studies with Mark were great. We concentrated a lot on technique, 
on on getting the finger independence from PIMNA and making sure the left hand was in the right place. All the things you do with your first uh, classical guitar teacher. Uh, the funny thing about Mark was he, well, it really wasn't funny. A unique thing about Mark is he didn't refer to them as classical guitar. He just referred to it as guitar lessons. And I'm not sure if that was purposeful or 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 we just didn't talk about it. But uh, in any case, what I, I noticed a very direct correlation of when I was getting better in my guitar lessons that my rock and roll and fun playing got better as well. And I know that there are many people who still use that formula today of using the classical methods to, to obtain uh, skills in, in the in the you know in the rock and pop world and, and so in any case I experienced that as well. Those lessons went very well and I decided in my senior year that I wanted to be a music major and so we took the plunge looking at different schools and I set up different auditions and things like that. Uh, one of them went very, very well, and a couple of them, the, the performance part of it, the aspect of me going to the school and playing, all of them went well, uh, but I didn't really mesh very well except for at the place I ended up going, which was Simpson College in Indianola, Iowa. Uh, Simpson College was about 100 miles west of our home in Wellman uh, in a town called Indianola, and which is just south of the, of the Des Moines uh, metro area in Iowa. Des Moines is the capital of Iowa, and so we were pretty close to that city center, I guess. And uh, at Simpson College was a was a, a great and wonderful experience for me as well. I was surrounded by music instructors and music students who all deeply deeply cared about honing their craft. And for me, the atmosphere at the Simpson College Department of Music was 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 one where essentially essentially you were part of a new family once you got there and you had all these all these friends who were really good at what they did and everyone had that same passion and 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 drive to just be to be as best as they could at their craft whether they were a singer or an instrumentalist or a pianist and in my case it was a guitarist Simpson College didn't really have a an existing guitar department per se. There was one older student than I, and he didn't quite, he did not quite graduate from the institution uh, with guitar as his degree. That that in my recollection now I, and uh, but but I really was the the first one to graduate from that institution in 1999, uh, with my major being the classical guitar, and my teachers uh, pushed me very very hard. Uh, they they they. They really took stock in me as a person and encouraged me, and uh, and it was just a. I look back on that time; it was a very uh, wonderful era uh, in my life. Now, since I was the first guitar major to graduate from there, uh, I had, my intent was to be a performance major when I started out at Simpson College, and my sophomore year, I realized that that was not going to be the right track to be on because. Um, I absolutely had the support to do it, but what was going to happen was my classes were largely going to be independent study, and I was not really interested in a, in a do-it-yourself sort of thing, you know, and checking in and having to explain with the, the, you know, the instructor that would sort of proctor all that. And so I, what I ended up doing was going music ed, uh, but then had the opportunity to perform uh, just as much as a performance major would have, and so. So I'm really, really grateful for my time spent at Simpson College. It was, 
it was wonderful in many, many ways, and I grew both as a as a person and as a musician and, and a guitarist as well. My professors that really believed in me uh, were among the the department chair, Dr. Robert L. Larson, my my academic advisor, my piano instructor, and uh, mentor, uh, Dr. Michael Patterson. Also, I need to mention Dr. Maria De Palma. Uh, she 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 was certainly interested in my in my growth as a musician and very encouraging. Uh, Dr. Rebecca Gruber was our choir instructor, and, and she gave me opportunities to play with, with the choral ensembles with my guitar as well, uh, as well as being in the ensemble. Um, and so just, just a great time. Uh, my teachers at the time when I was in Simpson College were Barry Martin and Paul Wilson. Uh, Paul Wilson runs a store in Urbandale, Iowa called Yield Guitar Shop, and so I had some supplemental lessons with him as well during my time at Simpson. And I also uh, had several occasions when I got back together with Mark and had some coachings on some material, which was very, very pleasing and wonderful. So that goes up to the year 1999, and I graduated from Simpson College uh, having experience uh, playing uh, in, in orchestra pits for operas. Uh, if ever there was an opera that had a guitar part, it was usually... Uh, something that I it was asked if I you know could handle it and it was just it was a great fun to do that I was I did that both as a student and also uh, on the professional level getting getting paid for those for those things as well and so so that was some great experience playing in front of live people um, you know and all the although they weren't there necessarily to see the guitar player it sure put the pressure on uh, me as a as a 20 year old kid uh, getting some of that done so th those are some great memories fall of 1999 I took on a teaching position uh, at, a, at a school district that's that's no longer existence in existence I should say uh, but the the remnant of it is called West Central Valley so I taught at that school year for a just that school district for a year um, that was a, a there was a lot of guitar playing going on in those days as well I was honing my craft uh, that prior summer I should say in 1999 1999 prior to um, Prior to getting that first position, I had I had auditioned for a master class and I did not get into it. This was for the Christopher Parkening master class out in Bozeman, Montana, and so I was down about not getting in there. You know that was that was uh, that was that was an opportunity that I really wanted to seize upon. Uh, but uh, the next coming year, I spent a lot of my spare time, a lot of my time when I wasn't working, uh, honing my craft and and and. You know, continuing to practice, and so after my first year of teaching at West Central Valley, then I got hired on at Perry Community School District, and so the summer after my first year of teaching, I did indeed get accepted as a performer into that Christopher Parkin and Guitar Master Class out in Bozeman. So this was a second trip I made out there to Montana. The first one was the prior summer as an auditor, uh, and I absorbed a whole bunch of stuff that summer, uh, and then the following summer. Uh, accepted as a performer, and boy, that was that was a great experience uh, to play in front of and alongside the caliber of the players that I that I was doing so at the time. Just uh, just a, a great experience for me, and and I I feel that uh, I feel that I, I grew a lot not not maybe from actually being there, but it was from the reflection that was to come after being at that, and 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 sort of growing from that experience, you know. 
sort of like the tree rings that that grow after the after a <laughs> after a good rain or something like that. I'm not trying to get that poetic about it, but uh, that was that was a great that was a great growth experience for me. And so then, after getting into that class, into that master class, um, I felt the need for some some more education on the instrument, and that's when I went ahead and. I looked at a couple of different places to go to. I was considering a school in the south uh, at, at Georgia with a very particular teacher by the name of John Sutherland. And I was looking at some other places as well. And, and I ended up going to a school in Kansas City, Missouri uh, with a teacher by the name of Douglas Neat. And this is a very pivotal time in my life because I knew... At that moment that I was going to go to graduate school, I was getting ready to turn in my notice to the school I was teaching at that I wouldn't be returning. I had also just started dating uh, a, a, a lady by the name of Kim Chedister at that time, and, and she would later become my, my fiancé and, and wife now for almost 20 years. <laughs> and so a lot of things all happened at once right there. And uh, Kansas City and Des Moines are relatively close to one another but they they are absolutely not it's not something you would want to do a daily commute on so that's why I, i'm kind of chuckling about uh uh you know starting to to date my wife at that time uh when all these things are going on but in any case that fall of 2001 um i did start at the university of missouri kansas city and to study with Douglas Neat, and so we all know what happened in, in september of 2001 so that that was a, a you know, quite the event that took place. Um, my my time, my time at Kansas City was a time of tremendous growth and tremendous development. Uh, if if I if I learned, if at the beginning of my guitar studies when I learned with Mark, it sort of said, "Hey, this is guitar," and then at Simpson College, I, I I figured out the work aspect of it. You know, this is how hard you can work on stuff and get things done. My my graduate studies at the University of Missouri Kansas City really were were sort of about precision and I think I think that's the way I'm going to go ahead and frame that up you know with Douglas Neat uh, his his teaching style was so was so very very direct and you would work on very specific things to to achieve what you were trying to get done musically uh, we didn't really we didn't really have a lot of time spent on interpretation musical interpretation but he and I really worked on on the nuts and bolts of how to get things done I remember just just really asking him all sorts of questions and I'm sure at the end of our lessons I'm sure Douglas was like wow is, is this is this young man ever going to stop asking questions I, I don't know anyway but I he gave me answers uh, sometimes the answers weren't things I liked uh, that was one thing you could always count on with Doug uh, Doug was very very matter of fact and and you know, he would give you the path to what you were looking for. It just may not be, it may not be uh, sweet and rosy all the time. It was just sort of a, this. This is what you need to do to do that. Uh, the man is is an amazing player, an amazing talent, an amazing instructor. And uh, those two years were were very different from my years at Simpson College. I know that I I had commented about the family sort of atmosphere and that sort of thing. That was not what UMKC was about. But, you know, when, I mean, at, and at least I should say, for my experience, that was what Kansas City was, was not about. Um, but sometimes you're in the right place at the right time, and I feel that those two years, I, I was right where I needed to be. In fact, 
Uh, I know I know just about six weeks in uh, to my studies there at UMKC, I had I had made a phone call to home. I was feeling kind of down about stuff and and uh, talking to my mom and saying, hey, you know, I I don't know if if I made the right decision on this. I think I had a couple of lessons that. Uh, you know, maybe maybe I, I was said, you know, that I needed to work a little harder here in this, these areas and that sort of thing. And I just wasn't, um, you know, I just really wasn't up about it. I remember my mom saying to me, well, Aaron, this is what you wanted to do, so you're down there. And it was really what I needed to hear at that time uh, from my mom. And so sometimes people saying the things that you need to hear rather than what you want to hear are the good things. And so, so that, that really uh, a lot of playing went along. Uh, during those years, that degree um, at the University of Missouri, Kansas City, I had to put on two uh, two separate recitals, and so uh, in any case, those went off, and, and the repertoire from those were a lot of fun. I remember the standout things that Benjamin Britten's Nocturnal was one of the pieces I played, and also the Bach uh, the Bach First Lute Suite, among others. And so uh, Douglas was great about letting me pick the repertoire I wanted and and uh, so all in all a, a great experience down there and also uh, I got to take other other classes regarding music that I was interested in besides guitar I know I took some conducting uh, courses and I took some extra music history courses because they were interests of mine so so my time in, in Kansas City was, uh, was 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 great I enjoyed it a lot Kansas City is a nice place to be that fall of 2003 I took a position um, teaching once again uh, in, a, in a school district just south of, of Des Moines and at that same time I was offered uh, the position of, of teaching adjunct guitar lessons at my alma mater uh, for undergrad which would have been Simpson College and so if you're an adjunct instructor what that means is that you're you know, you are providing something that the college cannot do on its own with its with its core of professors, but you're you're asked to be there on so, sort of a supplementary basis. And and uh, I know that I know that uh, in addition to getting married that that fall in 2003, I started my um, you know my my professional uh, academic teaching, as it were. Now I had given guitar lessons since 1998, so that, you know, giving lessons wasn't a new thing, but giving lessons for a grade was new for me in 2003. And so, uh, so that became, that became part of my, of my regular routine. And so the guitar studio started to fill up rather quickly and, and I was maxed out, couldn't take any more students in that second semester and, and away we go. And so, so with the, those, those first couple of years were, were full of, of opportunities. I was uh, continuing to concertize and to give uh, recitals, uh, you know, in, in many different things, many different entities, music camps uh, that I would teach at. And even on the fine arts series at Simpson College, I did neglect to, to mention that. That happened when I was in graduate school. I was a guest artist at Simpson, uh, which was a lot of fun. That was a night when, uh, I'm, I'm backtracking a little bit, but that was the same night that uh, I played Benjamin Britten's Nocturnal at Simpson College, the same night that UMKC was hosting a very prominent uh, player by the name of Sharon Isbitt, and she was playing that, that work the same day, so it was kind of interesting that I couldn't be there uh, for that, but uh, missed, missed a heck of a performance, I think, but I, I enjoyed giving my own at Simpson College that evening. Those years, right after graduate school, became very busy with regard to how guitar was functioning in my life. I came to a little bit of a, 
a little bit of a crossroads point in 2005 where my my additional teaching was becoming so much that I was faced with with really wanting to know if I if I wanted to continue teaching during the daytime in the traditional school setting and also teach out three or sometimes four nights a week. And my inclination after talking to my wife about it, we we decided together that uh, that no, that was not going to be what I was going to do. Uh, that indeed I was simply going to simply going to to teach guitar lessons, and that was going to be what my career was. And was it ambitious? Yes. Was it a little risky? Yes. Uh, I'm very grateful that we went that route. Uh, and and all I can all I can do is say thank you to 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 Kim for supporting me in that endeavor and and I'm sure glad we did that it's been it's been very exciting ever since that took place and so now we're into the fall of 2005 and my studios uh, both at home and at Simpson College were were going along wonderfully Uh, that that fall that that summer of 2005 I got a phone call to see if I'd be interested in also teaching uh, guitar at Grandview University, which is a which is a school that's not very far from our home in Des Moines, and so so now I was teaching for two different institutions, uh, the same thing, and that was great. And here here and there, uh, I would cover a sabbatical for a teacher every now and again in a music history class or or something like that, and so this continued on for several years and, and concertizing for the different institutions uh, putting on putting on an annual recital was part of my part of my life and so that was that was great fun in the summer of 2007 I was then asked as well to teach guitar for the community college in Des Moines and it's aptly named Des Moines Area Community College and so now I had three uh, post-secondary institutions where I was teaching at, so I, I really thought I was big time, <laughs> and so so the schedule got got pretty crazy. I was driving certain places in the in the morning, and then to another place in the afternoon, and there was all that management of those those times and things like that. Uh, and then then finally, uh, for 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 two years from 2008 to 2010, I also taught for Drake University in their music department, and so. My student load at that time in, in 2008 to 2010 was, you know, somewhere between 45 and 60 students uh, each semester, you know, sort of constantly at all times. And that was, that was a lot. That was an organizational uh, hat trick to sort of get through and to make sure that I was following students' progress and that sort of thing. Um, I, I am now that it's been several years since that happened since those years I'm remembering them fondly I I do I do know that there were some some pitfalls in those days and some times when different different student interactions were challenging shall we say and uh, you know I was very proud of those of those uh, of, of many of those students in those days and and I am I am still connected to a lot of them. Uh, through the through the wonders of social networking, and there are some other things that come up with that too. I have had uh, an interesting duo of students that were sort of competing against one another at Simpson College in those days, and I don't know that it was an outright, you know, thing, but they really fed off one another, made, made each other work, and both of those young men are 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 friends to this day uh, of mine, and and I and I think of each other with a little bit of a, a rivalry maybe, uh, but anyway, I'm very proud of of 
of, of the work done with those students in those days. At Simpson College, I was fortunate enough to teach um, not only uh, guitar lessons, but I also, I also taught uh, music history, uh, specifically music of the 17th and 18th centuries to music majors uh, for several years there. I did the discovering music, which was a, which was a, you know, like like a like a general music history class, uh, and I also even taught guitar pedagogy for a semester when I had uh, all those students in the guitar program, and so that was that was really flowering and and, and going in a wonderful way at Simpson uh, in those days, and so then then we get to that summer of of 2010, and in in that time. Uh, basically, I was asked uh, by one of the institutions if I would, if I would like to be the, the choral director, the head choral director at, at the community college there uh, for DMAC. And so I went ahead and took that opportunity. And I, I, I juggled all those other things except for Drake. I did, I did drop the Drake teaching at that time uh, because it got to just be, it, it literally got to be too much. Um, and, and the student population at, at Drake, the way that operated and worked, I would have to take a lot of time to make my way over there. And then, uh, with scheduling and things like that, sometimes I'd have a student at one o'clock and then the next person would be like at four. And so I just had some, some, some dead time in my day that, that wasn't working out real well for me. And so in any case, I went with the opportunity at Des Moines area community college and I was the choral director there. Uh, with that, uh, with that institution for for the next six school years, and so, so during that time, we had we had another baby. Um, I took a little bit of time off of concertizing. I took a couple of years off until uh, our second child was was two, and so although I was still playing a tremendous amount because I got the lovely opportunity of being the house musician, one of the house musicians for the culinary school at Des Moines Area Community College, and I have been the, the, the musical entertainment uh, for that since the fall of 2007, and so this is absolutely a dream gig. Uh, my duet partner, Anne, and I, Anne plays the flute, and I play guitar, and we play we play everything ranging from from light classical uh, all the way to, to jazz standards uh, now, and and you know it's just been a it's been a real fun and exciting thing because she and I are both graduates of Simpson College. Uh, we both we both play together. Uh, our rehearsals really are are very minimal, and uh, even even to the fact that that we play so well among one another that we really don't even have to have to practice per se sometimes we'll try new pieces out right there on the fly because we've got such a great chemistry of playing together and so that's a very fun and exciting thing going on so in the year 2016 uh, I was asked to come join the staff at Mount Olive uh, which is a Lutheran school where both of my children uh, were attending and I was invited there to be the music instructor uh, and so it was really an opportunity I could not pass up. I mean, the opportunity to eat lunch with your wife and your children and see those people uh, at, at your place of work, I, ju I just couldn't pass it up. And so at that point then, uh, I did hang on to my DMAC guitar teaching. Um, and so it's just been a very exciting and fun-filled road 
full of all these opportunities, and the guitar has been there all the way. One thing that I that I just just love is that my 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 own company, Powell Guitar LLC, it was officially formed in 2014. I've been teaching uh, using that business name since 1998 and had a web presence uh, since the following year. <laughs> the original website on that on that web address, my goodness, it was just basically a, a, a poster with a phone number, of course, and now there, there's some interactive things going on with that. Uh, but in any case, uh, the guitar and performing on the guitar has just been has just been part of my life really ever since those those early days in 1992 and 1993. Um, as we as we come up into those years past 2016, of course, then then you know we had we had the the year when we were at home and i had i had amassed a whole bunch of of long playing records or, or lp records or vinyl as you were as you would say it uh, a lot of it's rock and roll stuff uh, but then an awful lot of it i would hunt and peck and find different classical guitar records as well find them at garage sales or at uh, thrift stores you know goodwill or or the salvation army things like that and so in any case, I was building up quite a little collection of these. Uh, and then uh, a friend of mine, uh, as he retired from the Drake Community School of Music, he asked if I'd like his record collection. And I said, well, sure. And when I went in there to go meet him at the, at the office that he had when he was clearing it out, I was absolutely stunned. Uh, I had to take two trips home, and I had a whole back seat and a trunk full of LPs when I, when I came home. And my wife... It, it looked like she had smoke coming out of her ears. What in the world are we going to do with all these records? And I, of course, found room for them. And a fair amount of those were guitar recordings. I'm really excited. I've had uh, several of those have been played on episodes of the show uh, so far, in addition to the ones I already had. And so, uh, but in any case, I had always, I had always messed around with the idea and the notion of, of, of digitizing the LP collection. I thought, well, I'll never have time to do that. I'll never. I'll never be able to do a thing on that order. And then, of course, uh, the spring of 2020 hit, and we were home so much. Uh, and so, so over that era, what I ended up doing was sort of getting the idea from a, from another show where they where they picked apart monumental rock and roll albums and talked about them. And that's sort of where I got the idea uh, to do that for the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. And I just essentially applied those ideas and those notions, uh, not knowing a darn thing about how to produce a podcast, not knowing a darn thing of how to do pacing and that sort of thing, any, anything about producing a show. Um, and I, I reached out to a former student that I knew had a sports podcast. I talked to that student. He said, yeah, go with this, go with this company. They're great. So I, I did. I signed up for it. And I started doing a couple of these episodes. And lo and behold, people were listening. And now, uh, here in, in, in July of 2022, just shy of two years of, of putting on these, these episodes, as it were, uh, we have over 15,000 people who have listened to the show. And so in closing, I just wanted to once again say thank you to each and every one of you listeners out there who are listening to the Classical Guitar LPs podcast. I host the program on anchor.fm slash Powell Guitar. 
That is a center where if you are so inclined that you can donate uh, to the show, there are different avenues in which you can do that. And I would invite you to do that. I would encourage you to donate to the show if you like what you're hearing. It'll give me the opportunity to possibly upgrade some of the equipment that I'm working off of and to give you a better quality sound. Uh, as far as social networking, the hub of the show is Instagram.com slash PowellGuitar. And then, of course, I have the website PowellGuitar.com. I have YouTube.com slash PowellGuitar, Facebook.com slash PowellGuitar. And those are just some of the ways you can get in touch with me. Uh, if you have questions about the show, if you're interested in guitar lessons, I offer both in-person and virtual experiences, all sorts of things of guitar. So until the next episode... Thanks again for listening. You've been listening to the thank you episode, the 15,000 listener episode. And until next time, happy playing. We'll see you later.